Did you know that UCSC has never had a student in the Olympic Games? Not once! Maybe that comes as a surprise to you, but maybe it doesn't. After all, UCSC isn't exactly well known for their sports. I mean, we do have them, but we're certainly not D1 in anything. Right, but here's where Izzy Connor comes in. Izzy spent the summer in Tokyo competing in rhythmic gymnastics on behalf of Team USA. Naturally, you have to wonder, why would an athletic superstar choose a school that's well-known for its forests, STEM programs, and distinct lack of a football team? When Sharon and I were introduced to Izzy by our wonderful supervisors here at the Slugcast, we were dying to ask her that question, plus a host of others, like what is it like to be a young adult on the world stage, and how the heck do you still love what you do when there's so much writing on it? Fortunately, we're Slugcasters. When we have questions, we get to ask them. Speaking of which, if getting to talk to awesome people around campus sounds like a dream job to you, I have fantastic news. The UCSC Slugcast is hiring. Go to UCSC's ER system and look for position number 18031. Again, that's position number 18031 to apply. We hope to start working with you soon. But anyway, let's get into it. Here's our interview with Izzy Connor, UCSC's first Olympian. My name's Kyle. And my name's Sharon. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to the UCSC Slugcast. Brought to you by the Division of Student Affairs and Success. Hello, my name is Kyle Keller. And I'm Sharon Satie. Woohoo! And we're a part of the UCSC Slugcast, and today we are going to be sitting down with Izzy Connor, who is UCSC's first Olympian. Izzy, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name's Izzy Connor. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and um, I am a freshman, but I'm 21 years old, and uh, I am part of Crown College, and my major is astrophysics. What made you want to study astrophysics? Well, I've always been really interested in outer space um, ever since I was really young. And I've always felt a pretty strong like connection to the stars and whatnot. I've always been looking up. But the movie Interstellar actually kind of really inspired me when I was in middle school to like actually pursue studying it because it was just so interesting. Because I, I am most interested in studying black holes in the future and like theoretical things. So, yeah, that was pretty much what mostly inspired me to study it. Why did you decide on uh, UC Santa Cruz? Yeah, so I did not come to UCSC to do gymnastics. Um, yeah, they definitely don't have a gymnastics team, and there's no colleges that have a rhythmic gymnastics like college program. Um, it's not a college sport, but so I actually I chose UCSC because of its astrophysics department, and also I'm also a very like nature driven oriented person, and I just think the campus is so incredibly unique and unlike like any other school. And I think it's so cool that even though I'm like studying something pretty rigorous, I can be in a very like peaceful environment. And everyone's super nice as well. So that's awesome. Definitely agree that UCSC is like the coolest campus ever. Literally see the ocean, 
but let's focus yeah. on you. And I was wondering if you could tell us the story of your journey through gymnastics. Yeah, so I started out in dance and regular gymnastics when I was about like probably three three or four. I, I had a lot of energy as a kid, so my parents were always just trying to put me in any sport, and dance was my favorite. And then when I was about eight, I switched over to rhythmic gymnastics because my coaches suggested that I switch to rhythmic because like my body type was more like long and lean, and I was very flexible. Then I actually started competing pretty late when I was about 10, because I kind of like quit and came back. But I started quite late, and I had a later like peak in gymnastics than most people do. Like I didn't make level 10, which is the elite level until I was 15. And then I also trained in Ukraine a couple of times as an individual. So I started out as an individual because you, you kind of always start out as an individual athlete. So yeah, I trained in Ukraine a couple of times. I went to a couple of international competitions as an individual in like Russia and Ukraine. And then in 2017 at national championships, I made the top, I made the top 11 or something like that the coach of the national group team came and talked to me and she asked me if I wanted to try out and I said that I would be interested because it was kind of like I, I wasn't going to end up making national team as, as an individual my next option was group because group and individual are very different and they are both equally difficult but they have like different strengths and so um, so yeah, and then I ended up making national team and I'm that required to me to move to Chicago. So in 2017, I moved to Chicago and I was homeschooled my senior year of high school for that. And since then, I've taken a couple of community college classes on the side to get my gen eds out of the way. And I started right away, like competing internationally with the team. We've been to a bunch of countries. Um, I've been to two world championships. And then in 2020, everything kind of got shut down. Olympics got postponed. It was very difficult. Some team members stayed, some team members left. I decided to stay. And then we actually officially qualified to the Olympics only two months before the games. So that is um, very, very hard to stay in it with that unknown, not even knowing like if we were going to end up qualifying. But yeah, so, and then I went to the Olympics. So that was that. Was that. Super cool. And, and kind of just as like an add on to that, uh, I'm curious, was, did you kind of always see the Olympics as something that you would potentially go into? Or was it more of a surprise when you when you uh, when you kind of realized, oh, I'm in the Olympics? Yeah. So this is an interesting question that I ask a lot. And I actually from the time I was a kid, I did not dream of going to the Olympics. That's like not my story. A lot of people do have that story. Like some of my teammates, they dreamed since they were very young of going to the games, but that was not me. Uh, whenever my family or anyone would ask me like, oh my God, you're going to go to the Olympics. I was like, no, I'm not like, are you kidding? <laughs> That's so unrealistic. So I never, I just always thought that it would be way too much pressure and I wouldn't be able to handle that. And that I just wouldn't end up getting to that level. And probably only like, even when I did make the national team, I, at the beginning of it, I had, I just had very low self-esteem. So I didn't think that, that I would end up being chosen to be on the team, but um, probably in the end of 2018, I think I really started thinking like, oh, okay, like, like the next step is to go to the Olympics and we have a very good chance of qualifying. And I have now shown that I have a very good chance of being on that team. And kind of as the years went on, I gained a lot of confidence and um, realized that I was definitely strong enough to do that. Yeah. So it was kind of like a, th a set of small goals being accomplished and then kind of realizing like, oh, <laughs> well, the Olympics are not because I guess I'll go for that too. <laughs>
So yeah. So um, time for the big question you might have probably been asked a lot, but obviously neither me or Kyle are ever going to be Olympians. Although Kyle said he's been working really hard on his um, curling, but we do understand what it's like to be a young person struggling to grasp their purpose in the world and the notion of participating in an event as massive and sacred as the Olympics is like unimaginably overwhelming to us. So are there any specific stories that define your experience in the Olympics? I mean, it was definitely eventually overwhelming for me too. <laughs> it was, I think it's overwhelming for any athletes, especially if it's their first games. Um, Cause like when I was actually at the Olympics, I wouldn't even say that any profound like stories really happened. It was just the entire experience was very, I mean, I met a lot of very cool people. Um, and like the way that everything worked was, well, okay. I have a funny one. So, so, um, everyone kind of was talking about like the cardboard beds and everything and how they were super, people were thinking that they were like easily collapsible and whatnot. And I do know someone who, um, who broke their bed, not because what you may think, but they, uh, I believe, I think they were like a rugby athlete or something. And I forgot, I honestly forget what sport they played, but, um, they were, they were actually like trying to test the limits of the bed and they were like doing flips onto it and everything. And they like just completely snapped the bed. But a lot of athletes were trying to, were doing like creative things to try and test the limits of the bed because it went so like viral. It was very interesting. I don't know, just, just overall, it was just really interesting and awesome being around a group of other people who have been through the same things as you, like through COVID, that was the biggest thing. Like, I feel like the environment of the Olympics and just of competitions this year in general was very different because everyone like was just happy to be there and like had gone through so much. And everyone knows that like the people who were still standing there had gone through so much over quarantine. And like, we were all like back there again and everyone was kind of rooting for each other in a way. And another interesting thing is that like when we were walking around the Olympic Village, like for fun, most of us would just go outside walking. Like if if we weren't doing anything, we'd just go walk around the village and like trade pins and meet people. And whenever a country would meddle, the building, the country's building would usually like do something like they would have sometimes like for the smaller countries, there would be like a line of people and athletes like outside the building and they would just like stand there and like applaud and like blow horns and just be like and like everyone on the balcony would be like banging on the windows for like everyone like all the medalists when they came back and it was just such a like community experience that was so cool just anytime you saw someone walking around with a medal like everyone was like you know like congratulating them and like taking pictures and yeah it was just really cool to be able to walk up and talk to anyone because you've all been through very similar things. Be advised, this is not the end of our interview with Izzy Connor. We just decided to split it into two parts. Look for part two of this interview in the next few days. And as always, thank you for kindly tuning in. Kyle and Sharon out. Out.